Chapter Eleven of Pee Wee Harris in Luck. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Pee Wee Harris in Luck by Percy Keith Fitzhugh. Chapter Eleven. Hope Triumphant. I tell you what I'll do," said Everett Braggin quick to interpret hope's thoughts i'll take you and your mother up to town in my car and you can see how you like the place and i'll bring you back again don't you do it hope said Wee, because don't you know you and i are partners oh it's so silly she said trying to compete with those houses up in snailsdale that shows how much you know Wee continued excitedly for he saw the case was desperate just because i'm a boy scout that doesn't say i wasn't in the same movie film that showed president harding you can ask anybody and the president of the united states sent the boy scouts a letter too and i saw a lot of famous people and i know a feller at temple camp that shook hands with buffalo bill gee whiz the snailsdale house isn't so much anyway you crossed your heart no i didn't well you were going to and don't you know how i said i was going to treat you to ice cream after the parade it shows if you quit you haven't got grit that's what all the scouts say of a temple camp and anyway you can ask any feller up there if i don't always win because i'm lucky you can ask anybody so let's start work eh and he can watch us if he wants to it was characteristic of Wee that with all his flaunting boasts about his triumphs in everything he undertook he did not mention his real heroic act of killing the rattlesnake and saving his pal's precious life nor alas did she think of that either without saying a word she arose and started toward the house as she crossed the barnyard she threw the hammer down in the mud but the strip of bunting was still over her shoulder and wound around her waist and it made her look very winsome she ran up the stairs and into her mother's room flushed with hurry and excitement and fresh hopes oh mother just listen she panted there are two rooms at the snailsdale house and we can have them if we want them only we'll have to act straight away remember you promised we'd go up there after you rested if we could get rooms there's a boy outside that knows little walter harris and he has a car and he says he'll take us up there oh it would be just a wicked shame to miss the chance there are going to be lots and lots of people there for august two perfectly lovely fellows are coming up saturday how do you know they're perfectly lovely fellows her mother inquired because they are and there's a perfectly wonderful musician coming and they'll be dancing and everything you don't need any hat come just the way you are and we'll engage the rooms before anyone else gets them he's the nicest boy only we have to hurry if he's such a nice boy i guess he can wait a few minutes said mrs stillmore but i'm afraid someone will get the rooms oh i'd just die from disappointment you know how it is up at the snailsdale house 
people just begging for rooms well we're not beggars said mrs stillmore oh you're just provoking hope said stomping her foot impatiently you know mr and mrs goodell won't care a bit they're too slow to care oh i'm just sick and disgusted with this poky old place even that boy makes fun of it and i felt so ashamed he'd take us out in his car lots and here we can't even go driving with the horse have you thought about walter her mother asked weren't you going to help him oh it's just too silly hope said impatiently you know perfectly well that before the day of the parade comes he will have forgotten all about the float and he'll be doing something else even his mother says he's fickle hope shot out the word fickle as if she understood it to mean something very dreadful i'll speak to mr goodell if you're afraid to she added as an inducement and as a clincher she said remember you promised you would when you first came here you know how fond you are of music you said yourself that this horrid farm boy here drove you to desperation with his accordion i didn't call him horrid well you looked it well i'll go and see the rooms if you want me to mrs stillmore said resignedly i did tell you that i was thinking of your happiness more than of my own as you know i would be willing to stay here that's just because you like mrs harris and walter if they weren't here you'd never be willing to stay on here i know you thoroughly it was wonderful how much miss hope stillmore understood if walter harris had not been with you in the woods hope you would probably not be alive to want to go up to snailsdale her mother said as a sort of final shot i'm perfectly willing to go and see the rooms but this young man will have to wait till i have talked with mr goodale indeed the young man was already waiting not desirous of wasting any more time with peewee he had brought his ford up to the porch and was sitting at the wheel with a very ostentatious air when hope and her mother came out on the porch after talking with mr and mrs goodale he nonchalantly threw open both front and rear doors of his car by way of encouraging hope to sit beside him but he was doomed to disappointment in this for she sat with her mother perhaps it was because she felt that her mother might weaken and require to be stimulated with fresh arguments as for peewee he sat upon the float and watched the ford go down the road his friend the rooster was there upon the fence and seemed to be watching too as if he also could not comprehend this astonishing turn of affairs end of chapter 11 recording by john brandon